Hey, explorers, are you ready for more from Uncharted Territory? We hope you're loving this podcast as much as we love bringing it to you. If you are, please do us a solid and rate and review us on your podcast app. It's the best way to help us spread the word and keep creating more amazing episodes for you. And guess what? Your review might just influence the fate of our hero and his adventures in the game world. So don't be a spectator. Be a player by leaving us your thoughts. And now, let the adventure begin. Welcome to Uncharted Territory, a podcast that takes you on an epic adventure into a world where anything is possible. In this series, we follow the story of a fast food worker who has a passion for an RPG game. He has been playing it since forever but his life takes a drastic turn when a mysterious update pulls him into the game itself as he battles for his life he discovers secrets that will rock his world and change his fate this is episode three permanent death I was afraid, obviously. I had no idea what was going on aside from the fact that I was apparently transported to some world that was just like the one from my favorite game. But there were enough differences in it to prove that something strange was going on, aside from the previously mentioned transportation. And I also found out that I was on the world's hardest difficulty setting with my character. Or, rather, my actual living body, set to permadeath and true survival. If I died, I died. Would I get transported back to reality if that happened? Would I just start over as if in some sort of time loop? Would I be moved to an entirely different world to try again? Would I respawn like normal? Would I be truly, permanently dead? The only way for me to find out was to try dying. And that, for what should be extremely obvious reasons, was something I had zero interest in trying out. As funny and hip as it was for most people my age to joke around about how much they wanted to die and act like they wouldn't care if the world suddenly stopped existing, I was one of those losers who actually wanted to live. Sure, I was a wage slave, but I would rather live as a wage slave than not live at all. I don't want to die. Therefore, if I had no idea what was going to happen upon death, with permanent death being an option, trying out death wasn't an option. Welcome back, Guide said once I returned to where I left him. I decided to chop down some more trees and kill some more slimes while I was out so I had more than enough supplies to get to building a base with. Do you need any help? Hearing his voice reminded me of my other worry. NPC death. That was considered the worst part about true survival mode. If an NPC died, they never returned. Considering how valuable some NPCs were to progression, that alone put most people off from ever trying the difficulty option. I wasn't the only one in danger. Guide was as well. Do you have your bow and arrows to protect yourself with? I asked. Guide looked surprised that I even knew about that, but still brought his bow out from his inventory to show me it. I do! But how did you know? I do not recall using this around you yet. I'll explain later. 
For now, I'm going to set some rules. No wandering outside at night. No randomly opening and closing doors while zombies are banging on them. No falling down random holes and getting stuck in them with slimes. And stay away from everything that even slightly looks like lava. Understand? Guide blinked a couple of times before nodding his head. Very well. It's a bit of a shame, considering how much I love the sound of doors opening and closing, but I do not even know why I love that sound in the first place. I'll create an extra room inside our house with a door you can open and close as much as you want, all right? Just no opening the ones that lead outside at night. The genuine smile from Guide at being told I would create another door for him was too absurd. No grown man should get that happy at being given a door to open and close. Yet, there was something endearing about it. Endearing in a way that made me look at him more like a dog than a human being. He looked like an excited puppy. Now, with those rules set, it was time to get to work. I started by taking out my pickaxe and digging a trench around where I wanted to build a house— and it took no time at all for me to wish that I worked out more. It took three swings per block of dirt for me to break it. The dirt, or any of the environment, didn't look like it was in a blocky form by default, but it broke into block shapes upon, well, breaking. Once I swung my pickaxe into the dirt below me three times, a large chunk of dirt disappeared from the ground in the shape of a block, which got immediately absorbed into my inventory. The hole in the ground wasn't large enough for me to stand in, though. I had to dig up a two-by-two two space for me to actually have enough space to completely stand in. If I wanted to make the hole deep enough for it to reach my height, it needed to be three blocks deep. So, to completely cover me, it had to be two blocks wide and long, then three blocks deep. Twelve blocks of dirt needed dug up just to fit one person in a hole in the ground. That was twelve blocks of dirt I had to dig up with a pickaxe by swinging it into the ground three times per block. Thirty-six overhead pickaxe swings just to dig up enough space for one person. My back was killing me after just a few minutes of work. But given the circumstances, I couldn't give up. I needed to prepare a shelter for us before it was night, and the sun was already falling in the sky. We'll be back with more from Uncharted Territory right after this message. What if you could share your story with the world? What if you could inspire others with your passion, your message, or your vision? What if you had a team to help you craft the perfect story for your business or brand? Well, you can. And we at With Aim are here to make it happen. With Aim is more than just a podcast production company. We are your storytellers, your voice, and your partner in creating a podcast that will captivate your audience, showcase your brand's personality, and build a lasting relationship with your customers. So don't let your story go untold. Start your podcast today. Visit withaim.co slash podcast to learn more. That's withaim.co forward slash podcast. With Aim, be the voice of your brand. For the next couple of hours, I worked as quickly as I could to dig up a massive moat of sorts around where I wanted to build a house. 
It was deep enough that any zombies and slimes who fell into it would struggle to jump out. And I also built a wall using all the dirt I dug up on our side of the moat. The wall didn't need to be thick, just tall, so I built the wall to be about eight blocks tall. That would prevent any monsters from being able to jump over the moat. If they tried, they would just crash into the wall and fall down into the moat. Normally, if somebody really wanted to cheese the system, they would just build dirt walls if they were afraid of zombies reaching their house and opening the doors. Starting on the second highest world difficulty, zombies and other night monsters could open doors if they were on the same level as the doors, or within two blocks of their ground level. A three-block deep hole was required to prevent monsters from reaching up and opening the doors. Furthermore, on the hardest difficulty option, monsters could very slowly break through barriers if the player tried blocking them with walls. Weak monsters, such as zombies, were only able to break through dirt and wood, so anything stronger than that would stop them. But dirt and wood were all I had access to at the moment. Therefore, the moat also served as a method of stopping the zombies from trying to break through the dirt wall. In theory, they would detect the dirt wall as being the main barrier stopping them from reaching me, so they would try to break it down. But since the moat was three blocks deeper than the ground level of the wall, and zombies weren't known for digging underground, they would have no way of getting through our defenses. All I had to do, then, was leave a two-by-two dirt bridge connected to an opening in the wall for me and Guide to cross over— and that was only left long enough for us to actually get inside the wall. As soon as we were inside, I destroyed the bridge and closed the wall. Fortunately, building was pretty easy. All I had to do was place the material I wanted to use on my hotbar, and that would create a small version of the block for me to hold and place where I wanted. Upon placing it, the block would instantly turn into its full-sized form. When blocks were placed next to each other, they seamlessly blended together to maintain a natural look. Worrying about physics didn't seem to be an issue either. No matter how much I pushed against the dirt wall, I wasn't able to push it over. I had to deliberately attack it with my pickaxe to deal any damage to it. Next came building the actual house. I was barely able to keep my eyes open at that point from just how much pain my muscles were in, and how tired I felt. But I kept at it until my mission was done. And my mission was creating a small square house with a table, workbench, and a couple of chairs inside it. I also made an empty extra room just so that I could give Guide a door to open and close as he pleased. Once the house was done, all I had left to do was light the inside and outside of it up with torches. Despite being fire on a stick, they didn't create lasting smoke that polluted the air, even when inside. All they did was create permanent, safe, flickering light. And with that, I could finally relax. With Guide inside with me, I sat down on one of the two chairs I made and slumped over onto the table using my crossed arms as a pillow— I was going to need some form of cloth if I wanted to make a bed, so my options were either sleep in a chair or sleep on the floor.
Are... are you all right? Guide asked, his voice sounding extra gentle, like one would when talking to somebody who was sick, injured, or just absolutely exhausted like me. My body feels like it's on fire. But we're safe, and that's all that matters. I answered. But even with how tired you are, you still made me that room with the door. You didn't need to do that. Such a thing could have been saved for tomorrow, or just not done at all. I'm a man of my word. If I say I'll do something, I do it. I felt a gentle hand stroke through my hair. Thank you. Uh, I just realized I have no idea what I should call you. Do you have a name? I was so tired, and feeling his hand brushing against my head made me feel even more exhausted, that I could barely even think straight. A name? Well, your guide, the guide, and I'm the player, so... Just call me player. If that's the case, you're more of a hero than anything. So should I not call you hero instead? Hero feels too narcissistic. Just call me player. I see. Very well, player. Hearing him actually call me that was kind of funny. But I liked it. Plus, it felt fitting given the world I was in where everybody was just named after their role. I'm going to sleep now, all right? And remember, no going outside until the sun is up. Even if I blocked any zombies and slimes from getting inside our walls, flying monsters could still get inside. They wouldn't be able to break through the house's walls or anything, but they could still hurt us if we stepped outside. Please do. You deserve the rest. And tomorrow, I will try to be even more helpful. Don't worry about it. Just give me some praise every now and then to make me feel good about myself, and well, that's enough for me. I heard a soft laugh from him as I drifted off into sleep. I will give you all the praise in the world, as much as your heart Wait, is- shit. What, is, is something wrong? I forgot about the pizza I ordered. I wonder if it'll be cold by the time I- Thanks for joining us on this thrilling episode of Uncharted Territory, a gamer's adventure beyond the screen. We hope you were captivated by the mind-bending fusion of virtual and real that unfolded before your very ears. Get ready for the next chapter, where we'll plunge even deeper into unexplored dimensions, encountering secrets and perils that will test our hero's mettle. Before we part ways, we have a special recommendation for all our adventurous listeners. If you're craving another gripping story, be sure to check out Shattered Bonds. This captivating podcast follows the extraordinary journey of the Henry brothers, two polar opposites who are brought together on a road trip to New York following their father's death. With tensions running high and a revealing family secret, their path to redemption is both heart-wrenching and inspiring. Don't forget to subscribe to Shattered Bonds along with Uncharted Territory on your favorite podcast platform, ensuring you never miss a moment of these enthralling narratives.
Thank you for joining us on another thrilling adventure of uncharted territory. The excitement, danger, and magic of uncharted territory continues to unfold, and we can't wait to share what's in store for our next episode. So, mark your calendars, because next Friday, we'll dive back into the game world for more action, mystery, and unexpected twists. Before we part ways, remember that your feedback and support keep this journey alive. If you have any questions, comments, or fan theories, tweet at us at utpod-we'd love to hear from you. Until next time, keep exploring.